everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm so glad you guys are here. Today is Monday, December the 13th, and today I'm going to bring you up to speed on a little bit of a developing story within my family. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Thank you guys for listening today. Uh, you know, this is the time of year that I always want to just take a moment and say thank you. My husband and I, our family, uh, you guys have been listening to this podcast, many of you, for many years now and have seen sort of changes happen. Certainly, you know, I started out as uh, the brand of the busy homeschool mom and then uh, switched to uh, the busy mom trained it. Uh, broaden that platform a little bit and then I signed a book deal with Tyndale and then I started writing a bunch of books and then more traveling and and more speaking and uh, and then recently uh, in fact last February I announced a run for the United States House of Representatives so really just in obedience to the Lord and an answer you know really to his call on my life and the question I have always asked him which is what do you want me to do. And so our lives are very busy, obviously. Um, And in the time that I've started this podcast, you know, most of our kids now have graduated from our homeschool. Uh, We've got our fourth grandbaby on the way. Life is just moving along at a a very, very, it seems like a very fast clip right now. A few weeks ago, I told you guys that my mom and my dad, both of them had tested positive for uh, COVID-19 And I continue, I wrote about this a little bit on my Facebook page, I continue to believe that the way that we are handling this virus is criminal in my estimation. The way that they're keeping people from loved ones, the... The, the the untold stories of pain and suffering that we hear every single week here at the podcast and that uh, and that I you know am privileged to go through and read and pray over and when my mom my mom and dad are divorced if you guys have read Becoming Mom Strong a lot of you have read this story so that you know that my family my parents divorced oh my goodness it's been you know 30 over 30 years ago so obviously they don't live together anymore and but they got COVID at the exact same time. So my mom, uh, I get a call really early in the morning from one of my sisters saying that uh, my mom wasn't acting right. So we went over there and sure enough, things didn't look quite right. We ended up um, taking her down to the local clinic where she tested positive for COVID We determined at that point she was down at a hospital in Portland. We did not want her in the hospital. We sprung her basically out of the hospital and began a protocol for COVID that I have, that I know uh, works because I've seen it work dozens and dozens and dozens of times. I continue to believe that the way the hospitals are treating COVID for the most part uh, is, uh, it's, it's, um, it's wrong. And we're, we're standing by these CDC guidelines. You know, you're seeing people now, the breakthrough COVID um, in, uh, infections happening by and large now uh, in the vaccinated community. So my mom was vaccinated, both of the shots, um, my dad too, and they both ended up with COVID. Well, as it turned out, we had a very... Um, very, very different outcomes for my mom and my dad. My mom 
uh, we treated her with ivermectin, massive doses of vitamin C and vitamin D and zinc and uh, quercetin. She was put on an antibiotic because of the pneumonia that she got and she was put on oxygen and all these things we were able to treat at home. Very, very grateful for that. My dad was transported to a hospital in Vancouver, Washington, and his situation deteriorated. And last Saturday, he went home to be with the Lord. Uh, I was in a car coming, uh, driving from Thousand Oaks to LAX. I had spoken for um, the wonderful uh, church family at Godspeed Calvary Chapel uh, Rob McCoy is a senior pastor there. We have come to just love that family. These are precious people that love the Lord. And they were there, I think, mercifully. Uh, when I got that news, um, and the night before, I was speaking, of course, for their women's Christmas tea. And I had asked the, the leadership team, hey, please pray for my dad, because my main concern had shifted that he not be alone uh, when he died. And his wife was not allowed to go see him at the hospital because she had also tested positive for COVID. Don't, you know what? <laughs> just, don't, I, I just, wow. One of these days, I'm going to say what I really think. Uh, right now, you guys are getting a very, very tame version of it. But the fact that they would keep loved ones apart, especially when one of them is dying, is uh, unconscionable to me. Uh, my dad had several comorbidities. He was at the end stages of a neurological disease. He had been um, in a wheelchair for several several years. And actually, you know, as I said, I think I said on my Facebook page, if if it wasn't COVID, it could have easily been pneumonia or the flu. Uh, he just was his body was in a very weakened condition. And so, um, on Friday, I began calling, trying to find an advocate who would at least allow. Uh, my younger sisters to go and be with, uh, with our dad so that he wouldn't be alone. We FaceTimed him. We got to talk to him that way. Uh, and his care was transferred to hospice when the hospice nurses were called in. Um, I was very impressed, relieved and impressed at the care that he received in his final hours of life. Certainly. But as many of you know, um, I did not have the best relationship with my dad. I wrote about it in, uh, I've written about it actually many times over the years. And I think for me, you know, there are seven of us kids in the family and our stories are all a little bit different because we're, we grew up, you know, years and years apart from each other. And when my dad died, I remembered thinking about how God had taken me to Isaiah 55 just a couple weeks before as I was getting ready to speak in Los Angeles and again in uh, Chattanooga and bringing Christmas messages. And the Lord had brought me to Isaiah 55, and I believe I read it to you guys last week where he said, you know, my ways are not your ways, says the Lord, neither are my thoughts your thoughts. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And I began to formulate this message in my in my heart and my mind, which I brought to Chattanooga and to Los Angeles. And the message was from the Lord, really, my ways are not your ways, they're better. And in the moment, 
when I got that the initial phone call, and then and there as and as many of you listening to this can can relate to years of uh, a, you know pain that sort of accumulates, things that don't get resolved inside of families. And I have talked about this a lot because I know I'm not alone in this. And in my heart, somehow I had uh, convinced myself or thought that the end of the story would be written differently than it was written. And as I'm walking through LAX, you know, just tears streaming down my face. You guys, I mean, people are talking about, you know, COVID is all we hear now, right? COVID this and COVID that and the vaccine mandates and people are mean to each other. And I'm in this airport and nobody is social distancing. I promise you that thousands and thousands and thousands of people inside these airports uh, and, you know, on certainly on planes and wherever else. And, and I'm looking around at all these, you know, masked people and and uh, I had just gotten the news that my dad had passed away. And I was trying to follow my husband, just sort of keep up with him in the sea of people and processing all these emotions. And I felt like the Lord just kept saying over and over again, my ways are not your ways. My ways are better. And I'm learning to trust the Lord even in this, even in this, in this new season, uh, I'm closing the the chapter, a chapter of my life that was largely a painful one, to be honest with you guys. It was largely a very painful chapter of my life. And I'd asked the Lord for something that I never received. I wanted something that I didn't get. And yet God is still at work. And uh, several people from around the country were, of course, messaging me and texting me throughout the day. A few of them, men that I greatly respect. And the Lord has brought some wonderful men into my life over the years that have really helped me process through things from the perspective of a father. And that happened again uh, this last weekend. And the Lord has been so gracious and so merciful uh, to me and to my family and uh, to my mom, to my sisters, and ultimately to my dad. And I believe that my dad is with the Lord right now. But I, I know a lot of you saw me write briefly, uh, about the death of my father. And, uh, I wanted you to know from me. And as I said, you know, as, as the months go by and I lean into this more, I'm sure the Lord will have, uh, will be giving me more insight. But what I'm realizing in all of my years of walking with the Lord and the unexpected twists and turns, the things that happen in our lives, our ultimate responsibility is to be ambassadors for the Lord. We can't uh, determine the outcome of any situation. Right, the Bible teaches that very, very clearly that our days are ordained for us before we took a single breath, which is why we don't need to live in fear. I'm watching happen in my family what's happening in many of your families across the country and even around the world, where we're watching family members be divided over vaccination status and uh, you know whether or not you you agree with wearing a mask and and all the things and you know my opinion on this is well was well documented so I'm not going to uh, go into it today but I saw again uh, the incredible divisive spirit that is the spirit of the age 
and he's not hiding anymore. And I want to encourage you. And, uh, you know, some of you had texted me or, or written, you know, sent emails to the page or whatever. And, and I've seen just a few of them. Uh, and I noticed right away some of the questions were around, you know, well, now that your dad's died from COVID, are you still a virus denier? Well, I was never a virus denier. I, I know there's a virus. We've we've lost several people that we truly loved to to COVID. And I, I continue to believe this is a, a demonic force that has been unleashed on the world. And we're handling it from the church to the medical community in a very unwise and undiscerning way. And that is heartbreaking. But the fact of the matter is, God is still at work and his ways are not our ways. And while I would have chosen a different ending to the story of my relationship with my dad, it ended in God's time, on God's timetable, and his ways are not our ways. I was so thankful and grateful uh, that hospice allowed my three younger sisters, I mean, my goodness, you guys, they put them in like a space suit. So here my poor sisters are, you know, many of them, you know, 10, 10 plus years younger than me. And so we had very different experiences growing up. And you could say we even grew up in different homes. And, you know, the hospital let my sisters in and put them in what can only be described as space suits, right? So, um, and they were crying into these helmets that they were wearing. And my sister Hope was like, Heidi, look, you know, snot all over the, <laughs> the inside of this little hat, this helmet thing she was wearing, and they couldn't take it off um, the whole time they were there. So it had its own separate, um, you know, air air supply and the whole thing. And I just, watching them, you know, on FaceTime, and there were some things that happened in those, you know, 8 to 12 hours that we FaceTimed and talked to each other and things I saw the Lord do that I will remember and treasure in my heart probably for the rest of my life. But one of the things I saw play out for sure, and I I hope this encourages you guys, even as, you know, our family is uh, hurting right now on a couple of of different levels. But one of the things that I, I wanted to say was, you get out of relationships what you put into them. And so if you love somebody, tell them. If you're thankful for what you see someone doing, whether it's in the community or at your church or in your family or at your homeschool co-op or someone that you listen to on the radio or whatever it is, tell them. Because you might not get another chance to do it. And it doesn't matter at the end of the day, our words carry very little weight unless we back them up with actions. And we learn this all throughout scripture, right? We're not just to love with our words, but also indeed, we're supposed to back them, back our words up with actions. And I'm going to encourage you away from a place of letting the enemy divide you. Because I see a quickening happening, you know, that things are, are moving very quickly in the world around us right now. And as I said at the beginning of this of the podcast and have been saying for now almost two years straight, you know, the enemy's not hiding anymore. He's out of the shadows, strutting down Main Street, and in many places he's being embraced. 
And that is a hard thing to watch. But at the same time, I also see God doing amazing things. And he's continuing to do a work of healing in my family and in my heart. And the Lord told me, the Lord promised me, and I I believe I wrote about this in Becoming Mom Strong. So forgive me if some of you guys have already heard me say this before, but when my uh, daughter Savannah was pregnant with her first child, and now she's pregnant with baby number four, we're so excited. But when she was pregnant with her first, and she was at my house one day, and because I used to be a childbirth educator, I still had a, uh, a Doppler. And so I said, hey, let's see if we can't find your baby's heartbeat. And sure enough, you know, we, we searched for probably 15 or 20 minutes and all of a sudden we heard the sound. And you guys, you know, anybody who's ever heard the sound of an unborn baby, it's such a precious, surreal thing to be able to hear the heartbeat of a brand new human being made in the image of God. And as I was listening to my grandson's heartbeat for the very first time, the Lord said that my children would live to be free of the generational suffering and sin that had been uh, in my family for so long, for generations. Not that we're free of sin by any means, but of this particular thing, the Lord said, your grandchildren will live to be free of it. And that's God's promise, right? As we walk with him, we're not going to do this thing perfectly. We're not going to we're not going to make all the right decisions or give all the right answers or say all the right things. We're certainly not going to live without sin. Sometimes we say things I know I have to my own children that I've been like, "Wow, I cannot believe that just came out of my mouth." Well, when that happens, you guys go back and make it right. Go back and make it right. Uh this happened to me just the other day when Summer dropped me off at the airport and uh Guys, I lost my wallet in in Dallas, whatever. I've had kind of a crazy last couple of weeks. Uh, and you're going to hear, by the way, a lot of you guys asking uh, to hear from my friend Phil Hopper, Pastor Phil. And he's going to be coming on the show later on this week with me. And he's going to just encourage you uh, so much. But as Summer was dropping me off at the airport, um, I jumped out of the car because I had to get a cart for our bags. And um, she had gone a little bit. She'd gone way too far past the the drop-off place, right? And we were like, you know, stop, pull over. It's too far. It's too far. Well, I think in, in doing that and being feeling like I was going to late for the late for the flight, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm sure I snapped at her or whatever, because I had checked in, you know, got my tickets, whatever, heading toward TSA. And the Lord was like, call her up. And I'm learning to be more sensitive to the spirit. You guys, when the, when the Holy Spirit, when you feel that sense of conviction, like, man, I need to call that person and apologize. Just call the person and apologize. So I called Summer and I was like, Hey, Summer, it's mom. She's like, Hey mom, you know, (laughs) I could just tell like, I screwed up. I said, I'm really sorry. I was crabby with you in the car. I really love you. Thank you for taking us to the airport at 430 in the morning. That is a very kind thing to do. And just my, my, um, willingness to humble myself and apologize to her changed the whole, uh, tone of our relationship that day. And I think it's easy for us to ignore that. And then uh, a day turns into two and two days into a week and a week into a month and month into years. And pretty soon we have all this pent up, you know, frustration with each other. And I'm hoping that as we move forward from here, all of us, you know, at Christmas time and toward the end of the year. And of course, I'm embroiled in an incredible political fight right now. His ways are not our ways. 
his ways are better. And his ways would always have us humble ourselves. His ways would always have us listening for the still small voice of the Holy Spirit and walking this life out, even in in hard times. And this has been a hard year for many, many, many of us. But the Lord said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And one of these days we're going to see him face to face. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm looking forward to that day. Anyway, I just wanted to bring you guys up to speed. Uh, As always, we really appreciate you listening to the show and sharing it with other people. If you've got um, questions for me at Mailbox Monday, you can shoot them to me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. And uh, we would love to hear from you. Also, I want to remind you, we want to see your Christmas cards. And uh, you can send those to me, Heidi St. John, Care Firmly Planted Family, 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. Have a great day, everybody. Love your families well. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.